This is Pumpkin. And this is Peach. And welcome to the Pumpkin and Peach Podcast. Episode 15? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, what have you been up to? You know, hmm. curing the common cold. Really? Yeah. I don't think you have been. Well, you asked, and I gave a kind of interesting answer. Mm-hmm. What'd you do today? I went to work. You did? Yeah. Yippee. Okay. Why would you ask a question like that? I don't know. Why'd you ask what I did this weekend? I didn't ask what you did this weekend. I just said, what have you been up to? Can we restart this? No, we're not restarting this. We're not restarting this at all. Okay. So, are we talking about what we did last weekend? Yeah, and because we want to go see the movie. Yeah, so, um, thanks to T-Mobile Tuesdays. Yes. Which is an app if you have T-Mobile or Sprint. Because, you know, T-Mobile bought Sprint. Um, you download the app. And it gives you free stuff and discounts and all sorts of stuff on Tuesdays. Well, last Tuesday, it popped up that you could do, that you could get a $4 movie ticket. So you had to download an app, the Atom app, A-T-O-M, and T-Mobile gave you a code. And, like, every person got an individual code. Um, Jeff sent me his, and I was able to put both of them in. And we got two tickets in IMAX. Yes. To A Quiet Place 2 mm-hmm. at the Neshaminy AMC. And um, it was eight bucks for two tickets. And no fees, no nothing. It was yeah, just literally eight dollars. T Mobile waived everything. It, um, I want to say it said like the savings were like $35. I mean, you made up with it for it with popcorn and drink purchase. Both of which you didn't even finish. No. But it had been a long time since I'd been at the movies, and I wanted, like, the full experience. And that included popcorn and a Sprite. And it also included freaking the F out. Yeah, full-blown panic attack. Which I haven't had since I had my heart attack, so... Because that's what happens when you're in the movie theater. Yeah, I don't know why. Does anyone else have that happen? You're ridiculous. Like, maybe you've got sensory issues. I know I have sensory issues. Well, then maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe. I did. Um, well, I'm going to spare this at first. Uh, spoiler alert. We're going to talk about the movie uh, a little bit right now. Uh, probably not going to go too in depth of like spoiling shit, but like in case you haven't seen it yet, stop listening. I don't know. Come back forward like maybe five minutes. Jim dies. But. That's not his uh, character name in this. So no, it's really not. No, you're talking about. But, um, John, how the fuck do you say his last name? Christian so speak? just go forward like five minutes or so. I'll timestamp it in the description. I can do that when, okay. we, when we're done talking. About I'm just it. saying like five minutes or so, maybe like maybe 10 at the most. We like to talk probably like 20. No, I'm not going to talk that long about it. So on your mark, get set. Stop listening. Fast forward. So, it was good. It was good to see an IMAX, pretty big screen. Uh, I thought it was just a tad bit too loud 
in some cases. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm a fan of IMAX movies in a non-action movie. And, like, I don't consider this movie to be an action movie. It's a horror movie There's or a action thriller. action stuff going on. There was. But, like, so the whole thing with an IMAX is, like, it gives you a different perspective or whatever and gives you, like, more detail. But, like, I feel like the only detail it was, like, when it, the shot was panning and it would pan weird. And, like, it just, like, it kind of was, like, roller coastery feeling, like, where your stomach would drop out. It was not enjoyable in that part. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it being on a bigger screen. I didn't enjoy the sound being so loud. I mean, I do enjoy, like, you know, loud stuff, but it just seemed in some cases it was too loud. Who's old now? Um, so, in this one, you know, it picks up where the last one left off, and so I had heard they were going to, like, go into more detail about like what where they came from like they were supposed to give more or we had heard they were going to give more background but they didn't really i mean you just see like what happened that first day and then like i don't know crashing to earth on something it was like a giant fire in the sky that came down and then all of a sudden the creatures were places all over the place because like it shows like a news article from like another part of the like country or world and you get to see a bit of, like, day one and the craziness and how things evolved. And but I then, just really wanted to know, like, where where they came from. Like, you know? where did they come from? How did they get to our planet? Uh, what the hell was that actually crashing down? Maybe they... I, I missed it. Maybe they did show what that exactly didn't. was. All right. So I want to know what that was and, like, where they came from. Like, I want to know the background. Like, you know... Um, I don't, I guess they kind of showed how it all started, but like, it didn't really give much information as to what, uh, where they came from. Uh, that's what I, I Of course know. you got no why either. But, yeah, no um, why, you know, they don't, um, like why they're here or what are they doing? I mean, they what don't, they're called. as far as you see, you don't, uh, they don't eat anybody. They just kill people. <clears throat> no, Jeff and I were talking about that on the drive home or Saturday while we were driving about how like like zombies are killing you because they're eating you because they want to eat your brain I guess, I guess. or your flesh depending you, on yeah, the zombie um, yeah pick mix and match your zombie whatever to the right whatever so like there's a reason yeah like there's a it. reason behind it like vampires suck your blood blah blah blah, blah. um so these guys are just really pissed off that you're being loud. Yeah. And not even, like, loud that you're just making noise. And it's like, bitch ass, you came to our planet yeah. and you're throwing a fit that we're making noise. They're like your drunk friend that came over to your house. Uninvited. Un- uninvited and then started complaining about how loud you were being because they, maybe they wanted to, like, just go to sleep. And it's like, you're the one that fucking showed up at my house. Like, what are you doing here and, and why can't I be loud? Like, go go back to where the fuck it came from. Yeah, we also found out in this um, movie, they can't swim. Yeah, I mean, I guess technically they can't swim. And uh, that was, you know, the whole goal was them, the daughter, trying to get to a radio station that's on an island so she can hook her 
hearing aid up to it, the it's implant, her implant, whatever the implant, and so she can take them out with the noise. It's kind of like the same premise as like you know Mars Attacks with the Slim Whitman Slim Whitman song where you play it and their heads explode. This not so much. It doesn't really kill them. It just incapacitates them so you can kill them. So it. And it kind of leaves off where, like, there could be a sequel because you don't really don't know what happened. You know, it, there's an ending to where that you get there, but... It's a very loose ending. I want to know what happened after that, and did that work? Did it... Did it... Everybody... Because they didn't explain what they were doing unless they, like... They just initially did it and then got on the air and was like, Hey, this is why we're going to play this noise because, A, a lot of people might not even be listening to that station. B... It's only got to be in a certain area. Like, it's not going to go all over the world because it's only one small radio station on an island. It, it, does, it can't have that much range. So, it can't go everywhere. And three, if people don't know what the fuck's going on and they just happen to tune that station and hear that noise, they're going to turn it the fuck off because they're like, I don't want to hear that noise. What the hell is yeah, that noise playing it's for? It's like really bad, like audio feedback. Yeah. So, unless people had an explanation as to why. Like, what to do with that noise? Like, why, what's the purpose of it? Like, it, people aren't going to know. And I feel like her playing it over the radio station, it helped her in that situation, I guess. But that's what I don't understand, because she's broadcasting the feedback, but it wouldn't sound the same over the radio. Like, it wouldn't come out... like. How if I were to put something up against our mic, it would fucking kill our ears. But if someone was, like, listening to it, it would just, it would be loud, but it wouldn't be, like, deafening. You know, maybe Because of, just... like, the way the, the sound travels and how, like, volume wouldn't be up. And it just, it wouldn't be as effective over the radio. But I mean, it's effective enough. I guess guess. so. In movie land, I guess that's just me picking it apart and being too picky. And again, I don't know if you intensify it, the volume or whatever, if it will just kill them on their own, like where you don't have to do anything. But for right now, it's okay, this noise incapacitates them and then you kill them while they're like preoccupied with being in pain. It showed you that in the other one. You play the noise and like their head opens up like fucking the flower on Bulbasaur's back. I also feel like um, in some instances in this movie, like it's all based on noise, right? So some of the stuff they do, I feel like would make a lot more noise in real life if they, because it didn't sound like they were making a lot of noise. Like opening cabinets, opening doors, walking in the woods. Like there's a part where somebody gets hoisted into a boat and it's like, that that hardly made any noise. I would hear the water splashing. You would hear the boat knocking. Like you're not going to just flawlessly pick somebody up into a or have them climb into a boat and have it not make any fucking noise. Yeah, there'd definitely be like at at most like the person's body hitting the inside of the boat. The sound of like scuffling, like the shoes on the side of the boat. Yeah, like there there definitely be more noise. And there's like a scene where she's uh, the daughter is climbing through a window, and it's like. No, 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 I'm sorry, I call bullshit on this whole scene. Mm. The glass window doesn't make any noise. It's like a receptionist window, like when, like a glass window where you push open to, like, talk through. 
It's like, no, I'm sorry. Those things make so much noise. Like, scraping, scratching, whatever. We're saying all this. I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not trying to, like, talk. I'm just saying, hey, these are my issues with it. Our critiques. And not necessarily that these issues made it unenjoyable. I'm just Mm -mm. pulling out observations that I had. Uh, Also, no gun in this movie has a recoil. um, Because there's a part where somebody fires, uh, like, a, like a, a big... A pretty sizable gun with one arm Looks and they're like a, a small they're a small person and there was literally no recoil at all like that would have liked it would have dislocated her yeah, shoulder it would have done some damage because she uses her one shoulder like she puts the butt of the gun into the crook of her shoulder and like there's no like jeff said there's no recoil there's nothing it would have dislocated her shoulder for sure yeah and there was like literally not even this from what i could see there wasn't the slightest bit of recoil like nothing there was no pushback at all it was just like hey i just fired this gun and and it just the bullet came out the front and that's where all the force was like there was no oh it kicked back so i found that weird um but again, it was very, it was a good movie. I enjoyed watching it. And I didn't enjoy the person next to me freaking out the whole time and having anxiety. That's not what I missed about going. I didn't miss that about going to the movies. And it sucks because I love the movies. Like, it's one of my favorite things But, like, to do. you're fine when we watch movies at home or if we watch them at the drive-in. It's just when we're in the theater. Yeah, I also think that I was, like, hyper aware of, like, the mask mandate in Jersey was lifted on Friday. And that's when we went to go see the movie. And Jeff and I still wore our masks because even though we are vaccinated. I don't trust all y'all. Yeah. So. Um, People are out there saying they're vaccinated when they're not just so they can go around without masks on. Like there's a lot of shady fucking people out there. Yeah. So. And I don't trust you. We wore our masks still and there were a lot of people all around us that weren't wearing them. And I know I'm vaccinated and. I didn't have COVID throughout the entire time that I know of and lots of different things that I should feel safe and comfortable. And we were technically six feet away from it. We were more than six feet away from everyone. And I don't know. It just, it made me uneasy. Like I would love to rip my mask off and be like, yes, let's live life. But sometimes you just can't do that. See all the people out there that, have hated masks since the beginning they're just itching to, to rip them off like i'm done with this whether they're vaccinated or not and like i said there's a lot of people out there that aren't vaccinated they're just like hey you know i'm just gonna say i'm vaccinated because i'm done with the i've been done with these masks and now i have a reason because nobody's gonna be checking like we went to on our travels during the weekend and we went to a sheets which is a convenience store and in case you don't know there was a a sign on the door that said you call the shot if you're vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask. If you aren't vaccinated, please continue to wear a mask. You're putting it in the hands of the people. Nobody wants to wear a mask. And the people that aren't vaccinated. They can be walking through there without a mask on it, and you're not going to ask for proof because well, nobody's going to do that. Nine out of ten of the people that aren't vaccinated are the ones that don't believe in the vaccine, don't believe in the virus, haven't believed in the beginning, maybe haven't even been wearing a mask this whole time. So, like... It's very. Wait, let's. Are we done with the movie thing? Because we're getting into a different thing, and people are gonna be coming back, being like, "Hey, can I listen?" Yeah. So I get it. It was like fourteen thirty. That. So are we done with the movie? Do you have any other thoughts on the movie? I I give it two thumbs up. I say check it out. 
two yeah peach two, says check it two out two thumbs up um um did he catch that i was like joe bob yeah but he doesn't use thumbs he uses stars oh H- how many five four 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 stars peach says check it out there you go that's a good <laughs> one yeah i like i said it was enjoyable I would like to see if they do another one. I would definitely watch that as well. It was definitely interesting and kept my attention. I didn't feel bored at any point. It's not a long movie. It's only an hour and 37 minutes long. So, like, compared to a lot of movies out there these days, like, yeah, like two hours and something. It's a short movie. It, you know, gets done when it's got to get done. And it was good. It was enjoyable. I feel as though, though... Whoa. As though, though. As though, though. Though, though, though. Um, if they do a third one, I'd need a lot of, like, trailers to, like, if it's another, like, th- like part three and it's, like, still going on into the future, I wouldn't be interested because I'd be checked out. I don't know what you mean like anything that you just said. If it's just a continuation of we got to be quiet they're still attacking us and they're not giving us any background information any more than what they did in the second one i wouldn't i wouldn't care like another like how another season of the walking dead where it's like oh okay well, I mean, now we're in prison, where they're now going we're in this it, now you know? i don't know the second movie the first movie was really good the second movie was really good and unless you're going to give me a prequel telling me about this shit and who they are and what they are and where they came from and why I'm good. And I'll still give anything a chance just to see what they're going to do with it. If it is a third one, it's a continuation. Because I do want to know, like, what happened after the whole uh, getting to the radio. Like, it did it really take care of things? Is it permanent? Like, what, what I already said. Like, you know, how does everybody know about it? You know, people wouldn't know. The radio station's only got so much range. Like, yeah, that's not going to solve the whole world's problems. So, I want to know... Like, what do they, do they, you know, contact other people and say, hey, this is what you got to do, you know? Yeah. Okay, so 18 minutes. We are done talking about the movie. Okay. So, that was Friday night. We got home, went to bed, uneventful rest of the night. Because we Mm. didn't go see the movie until, like, 9 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. So, it was a fairly late showtime. So, we didn't get home until, like, 11.30... Almost midnight. Closer midnight. midnight. Keep talking. So Saturday, we decided because you know it was Memorial Day weekend, but it kind of sucked for me because I got my Friday taken away from me because I didn't work mandatory overtime. I don't have off on Memorial Day. I had to work Monday. That's not one of his two holidays he gets. Yeah, I only get off for Christmas and New Year's Day. Uh, every other holiday I got to work, so... Jeff's job is open 24-7, 363. Yeah, I mean... And I think at some places they do actually have people come in on Christmas. if It's voluntary. Yeah. So they could still be open in some buildings. So it could be 364 and a half. Yeah, so I just had a regular weekend this weekend. I know it's like, oh, boo-hoo, because most people get a two-day weekend. Well, or a three-day weekend at least for the holiday. But I only got a two-day weekend, which made me feel like I had no time off because my job just drains the fuck out of you. And when if I don't get my normal days off, it just doesn't feel he relaxing. He needs that Friday to, like, recoup. Like, he typically to relax doesn't do much. And get my out. stuff done that I need to get done. Like, if I need to do, change the oil on my car, if I need to go to the store, if I need to do laundry. Like, that's my day of getting things done. 
because I have that day off by myself because Peach has to work on Fridays. So that's my day of being alone and, and doing all this shit so we don't have to do it when we're together and waste time doing stuff that I need to get done. Oh. And when they take that away from me, it really fucking sucks. Uh, so we're like, well, we're going to go. We're going to have some fun. And it was supposed to be shitty weather, you know, raining and stuff. So we really couldn't do anything outside. So we just planned to do stuff that we can do inside. Yeah. And it uh, doesn't matter about the weather. And it just so happened that Broad Mountain, we've talked about them before. They're a cider place in Elizabethville, yes, Pennsylvania. Elizabethville. Um, they were releasing a new cider. So we woke up early Saturday morning and headed out. Mm-hmm. Um, we went there. We tried two new ciders, actually. Yeah, they had, uh, was it a grapefruit? Yeah, grapefruit. yeah, It was a grapefruit-centric weekend, actually, because we had grapefruit at the other place, too. Oh, yeah, I guess we did. So, we had a grapefruit cider that we had never had before, and a sunset cider, is that what yeah, it was called? Yeah, sunset cider. That was a blood orange cranberry cider. I really enjoyed both of them. Um, I like the grapefruit cider at Broad Mountain. Um... I think I'm not partial to blood orange. I, th- I guess I don't know that that. Ugh, sorry. That that though though. Wh- I'm like wh- all over the place with my words. You um, really are. There's like an underlying flavor there that I wasn't partial to. Like you could get the cranberry and you got the citrus, but then there was like another taste that just wasn't very palatable for me. So I didn't enjoy that. But I did get a peach frosé slushy, which. Hot damn, they're tasty. <laughs> and, you know, PA has lifted out, actually, a while ago, they had lifted the whole, you have to buy food um, when you drink places, so we didn't have to buy anything, we just had a couple of drinks. People were there going nuts because they were offering slushies, pouch, slushies in a pouch. So everybody was there getting them, they were backed up, they were kind of running out of stuff, uh, they were limiting to one pouch per person, because people were just coming in and buying a bunch of them. And we're waiting in line. We're just like, we just want to drink some cider. Like, we want to get some glasses of cider and just sit sit in the corner and drink. Like, we don't want slushy. Like, we just want to drink. Yeah, we didn't want slushies to go. So, um... So, we tried those, and I did enjoy both of them. The grapefruit... Grapefruit, I give a five to. And... I don't think I gave that high the sun whatever the sunset cider they didn't have a they don't have a thing for it on untapped and i didn't make one yet um but that was really good too i I would give that a five as well um then also had to try the pineapple not try because we've had it because of that one time we went there it was the (laughs) perfect the perfect you know perfect storm of deliciousness It, it smelled great it had a great juicy pineapple flavor this one was the closest one that it's gotten back to that one time, but still wasn't quite there. It was really good, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so we hopped in the car and headed off to Gettysburg. Gettysburg. You, why are you going to say it like that? Though, though, Gettysburg. So we wanted to go to Reed's, see our friends, Lakin and Meg. We always got to go to Reed's. Yeah. Every time we're in Gettysburg. I think there was like one time we didn't go there. Yeah. When we were there, and it just felt wrong. Yeah. We love their cider. We love their atmosphere. We wanted to see their new, like, fully finished um, wine garden because they put a roof on it. Yeah, the last time we were there was Easter, and then we were outside, and the roof wasn't on. It wasn't completely finished. 
Mia. So they're still doing only outdoor seating because they're like doing a whole bunch of stuff inside. It's going to be very exciting when they like reopen inside and they mm-hmm. have lots of fun stuff. And I'm sure we'll go when they do that and we'll tell you all about it. Um, we um, got a growler because we redeemed our coupon that we found in the Easter egg from Easter. Yeah. So we got a, a free growler and we just had to pay for the fill. And we got a fill of um, Down Under. Down Under, which is made with pink lady apples. And it's delicious. It is delicious. Um, that's still sitting in the refrigerator. <laughs> we didn't finish that. Um, it, that's like one of the few ciders it reads that we both like a lot Mm -hmm. because like my favorite's country bear which is raspberry and jeff's not a fan of it and his favorite is the strawberry i do like the strawberry which i don't mind it but it's just a touch too sweet and strawberry is not my favorite flavor i don't know i thought it was very delicious um so yeah we were there very briefly um unfortunately we did get to see both of our friends but very briefly because they were busy yeah. Or, you know, somewhat busy enough to where they didn't have time to just sit and talk with us, you know. Meg did come out and hung out with yeah. us for a little bit. Um, but, you know, we don't, we're not going to sit there and expect, like, hey, we're here. You need to come yeah. sit with us and talk to us and hang out with us. Like, we understand that you're, you're actually working. Yeah. Um, it just kind of sucked that we were kind of, some, they were semi-busy and we were semi on a tight schedule. Because we were trying to fit a lot of things into, like, you know, the weekend. Um, so, we left Reed's and we went to Tattered Flag. We've talked about them before. Little teeny tiny hole in the wall. Um, veteran owned. Yeah. Um, brewery. And they, I think they have multiple locations. The one that we go to is, is in Gettysburg. Um, we've never been to... I think they just have one other location, possibly, and we've never been there, but yeah. we go to the, the one in Gettysburg. Jeff had seen on Instagram that they were coming out with a new custardy. We've talked about this before, their um, their sour beer. Um, this one was, was it Cherry, cherry cheese- Cheesecake. Yeah, Cherry Cheesecake Custardy. And uh, we whole... walked in, the place was packed, and it's not a very big place. No, it was and like wall to wall people. People there, like I was just like, oh man, I don't even feel comfortable. Like I thought maybe it would be a little bit dead, and like maybe we could have sat there and like had a little something. But I was like, no, we just need to get some to go, and you can mix and match. Um, the Four bartender packs. remembered us. She's like, you're my sour people, right? Like, yeah, that's that's us. <laughs> um, so we got the cherry cheesecake. We got um, we got three new things. Yeah, the cherry cheesecake. The strawberry pink lemonade shandy yeah that benefits the speranza animal rescue so it was made in conjunction of like for a good cause so proceeds of each sale that that beer goes to help the animal rescue and then we got another custardy which we hadn't even seen them advertise releasing called glow party Mm -hmm. and it was peach raspberry mango something else i got a picture of um it. we got two cans of that because not that we haven't liked any of the custardies but there have been a couple that like we haven't been like oh my god it's it was the best thing white ever. peach blackberry lime and lactose yeah that's it you're adding a little too many things yeah into it. i think i was adding some of the flavors <laughs> yeah. of the other one um uh, one of the other ones um but it was really good 
Like, it was ridiculously uh, good. We also uh, added on to buy a veteran a beer onto our uh, thing. You can do that where... I don't know how they actually... If, if a veteran comes in and they prove they're a veteran, I guess, like, they can just redeem one of those beers that people buy throughout the time and, like, they can drink for free. Yeah, I guess. I'm guessing that's how maybe it works. I don't know. It was four fifty. It was Memorial Day weekend, so why the hell not? Like, $4.50 is not... A big price to pay to honor someone that served for our country. Yeah, so we picked those up. Um, we got two of the glow parties, because one for each of us, and then one cherry cheesecake and one of the shandies just to split. I don't know why we got decided to get two. We should have got two of the cherry cheesecakes, because I think yeah. I, I enjoyed that more. Yeah, I enjoyed I them both. I enjoyed them all, but I think I would have rather had one can of each for... The cherry cheesecake. Like, imagine the best piece of cherry cheesecake you've ever eaten. And in liquid add, form. Like, a sour beer to it. It, it, was, it was delicious. so good. Like, you, they hit all the notes. You got the cherry. You got the creamy cheesecake. Yeah, because there's cream cheese in it. That's one of the ingredients. I never heard of anybody putting cream cheese in a beer, but... Yeah, you got the graham cracker crust... And, like, you got that nice tart finish. Like, it was just a really good beer. Yeah, um, I highly enjoyed it. I wish we would have gotten more of it. I, I unfortunately don't think for the next time we go there they're going to still have it. No, probably not. Um, um, I, I will say that um, out of all the custodies, that one's probably my number one. Yeah, I'd have to probably agree but, with that as well. Like, being followed by the pineapple upside down cheesecake because that was yeah ridiculous too but um, um so we did that we were gonna stop at four score to get something but we just that decided was not the to peach mango I it might have been red um, peach raspberry but we just decided not to do that um yeah because like it sucks we we have to share a refrigerator like so we can't pack it full of beer and it's like you know we got enough stuff you know yeah. and it sucks in the having a hobby that's beer or cider related or you know because there's these releases that are only at a certain time and like if you don't get them then you, you don't get it like sometimes they only do it one time or they only do it once a year and it's like you gotta pick and choose what you really wanna get yeah. and it sucks sometimes missing stuff because it's like well I'm already buying enough stuff other places. I can't buy everything. It's... And it stinks, too, because where we're located, we really don't have that many uh, liquor stores that do, like, mixer sixers. Um, or that we would even be able to buy these things yeah. that aren't near us. Like, we can't buy the things that we're going. We can't buy stuff from Broad Mountain. We can't buy stuff from Tattered Flag or Reeds in this area. It's not something that's available. So we have to get it while we're out there. And then while we're out there... This stuff needs to be kept cold, so being able to keep it be cold the whole time that you're there, if you're not drinking it, and then bring it, you know, you get it home and then get it in the refrigerator. So it's just a process sometimes, and you, you know, there's only so much room you can mm -hmm. you can fit stuff into. So yeah. So then um, we hopped back in the car and we headed on to Baltimore. Yeah, we were way ahead of time. We had trying to like scheduled out what we were doing, and because we were trying to. Uh, plan having dinner with our friend Chris, which if you've listened to this our episodes, you've heard us mention Chris quite a few times. You know we love Chris. Um, so we are trying to like nail down having dinner with him and trying to keep him like updated. And we were way ahead of the schedule that we thought we were gonna have. So 
We drove down that way. So we had, we were going to, originally we didn't think we were going to be able to check into our hotel room because Gettysburg was completely like sold out. Like not a room could be found in the town. Like everywhere was sold out. Surrounding towns were sold out. Everything. Yeah. So um, Jeff had said, well, why don't we get a room in Baltimore? They're only about an hour apart. We could go see Chris. We could go have dinner at Nacho Mama's. I was like sold. Find a good room and we'll let our friends know. We'll let Chris know. Um, well, it was a fairly cheap room that we found on T-Mobile. They also have like discounts on uh, hotel rooms and it was booking. a pretty good price. And in the pictures, it looked good and the, it had a good rev- like it had a good rating it was like a 7.9 yeah the rating which was i don't good. know where the fuck that came from the reviews after reading them they weren't so great so i don't understand how it has such a high rating yeah i don't either um, excuse me but um we check in we tell chris he's gonna head out because he lives like maybe 20 25 minutes away um we check in i don't think he lives that far i think it's like 15 20 maybe whatever so we get into our room and it reeks of pot yeah like instant headache reeks of pot we don't smoke pot have nothing against people it's a that non-smoking do, room but it's so. a non-smoking room and it just it's straight up like someone was token up right in the room with us at that time so i call down to the front desk they put me on hold taking way too long so i was like fuck it i hung up and just went down there it takes forever because there's a big long line of people i talked to the guy he kind of like doesn't believe me that the room smells bad he gives me an attitude and then i was like well you can either change my room or you can give me my money back like those are your options because i'm not staying in that room so he asked where my room keys were and i said he has them upstairs and he's like, oh, okay, well, I'll switch your room. He switches our room. Which, for some reason, he thought that the keys that I had were going to work in the new room. And I'm pretty sure that this doesn't work. They didn't work. I don't know why he thought yeah. they would work. Um, so, we switch rooms. We get into the new room. The new room doesn't have a lock on the door. It doesn't have a smell. It doesn't smell bad. Uh, the air conditioning barely worked. Didn't really keep the room cold at all. It looked like the room, it had carpet, which is kind of weird because most hotel rooms don't have carpet anymore, but it looked like the carpet had not been vacuumed. There was like a cabinet that had like a microwave and there were crumbs on like the cabinet top. The bathtub floor looked like shit, like such a horrible stain that was so stained. Um, and there was hair in the bathtub. There was hair on the bathroom floor. Like, it really looked like the bat, like, the only thing they had done in there was maybe make the bed. Like, it, it was disgusting. Yeah, so, you know, um, just for future reference, if you're ever in the, um, Timonium area, don't stay at the Ramada Limited on York Road in Cockeysville, which I guess is what it's considered. They're a shithole. Yeah, so... I have made the decision, and, like, I already had come to this decision before when we had had a bad uh, bad experience at the Red Roof Inn in that area. Um, no more hotels with the doors facing out. I guess those would be considered motels. Yes, I suppose. And I don't care. I don't care if we have to pay more. I'm not staying in a shithole. I'm not doing it anymore. Like, we said that we See, were cutting we ties. We always say that, though, but then it's like... 
it's never easy because it's, it's like you want to get a good deal and it's like, okay, I'll pay a little bit more, but it's never a little bit more. It's always like, hey, you pay this money and get this, or you're paying a lot more to get yeah well then we just don't stay and then we don't we just don't go it's gotta like i i can't i can't do it anymore like i felt disgusting like the room was so disgusting the bathroom was so disgusting i didn't even want to take a shower like that's how nasty it was and like i didn't even feel rested like the room Mm -hmm. like i said the air conditioner barely worked i didn't feel comfortable at all sleeping it yeah. was like pretty awful like you know that's one of the things i look forward to when i go and stay in hotels to be able to like just blast the air conditioning and feel comfortable while i sleep you know and this definitely was a big yeah. letdown and we'll never stay there again you know that's regardless of like hey you're trying to find a good deal or you know we'll we'll, we'll pay a little bit more it's just definitely a place i know i'm, I'm never going to go to again like, yeah. no matter what. Like, that's definitely, hey, I know that place now. I'm never going to that place. Yeah. And honestly, like, no more ho- no more anything with the doors that face out. Like, it's yeah. got to be interior rooms. Even those sometimes, it doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, like it could that be other the same. Um, the popcorn. It's not a Ramada. Well, what one was that? It's like a comfort inn. Well, whatever. That place was a shithole, Like, too. you don't even know what you're talking about. Whatever. The fucking cabinet was duct taped together. And, like, it's a nice room. I had no problems there. Like, I didn't. You know, they had popcorn in the fucking lobby. You like popcorn. I just like you. And it's right, right next to a fucking Total Wine. Yeah. How do you beat that? Um, what a good room. Well, it all depends, you know. So for me, as long as it's clean and the air conditioner works, I'm pretty much, it's, uh, you got me. I'm good. Yeah, well, it was two outs there. Yeah, so we checked. Uh, Chris came over. Um, he brought some beers for us to try. Um, some pretty good ones. There was a You're Killing Me Smalls. Mimosa Sour. Uh, yeah, Mimosa kind of sour from Hysteria Brewing, which is in... Um, Maryland, so we're gonna have to try to hit them up at some point. They make some good stuff. Yeah. Um, then we had one from Schmaltz Brewery. It was a jelly donut Hanukkah beer. Oh, that was so good. I enjoyed it. Um, then he he eventually went. He left some beers, and he just said we could keep them. There was a I don't know a cannoli stout that was horrible. Um, that was not good at all. Um, I didn't enjoy that. That was a Harpoon Mike's Pastry Cannoli Stout with um, stout brew with lactose, cocoa nibs, vanilla, cannoli shells, and natural flavors. That was awful. Um, Sounds so good. It was not. Um, there was also a Pastry Arc from DeClaw Brewing, Brewing, so I think they're also located in Maryland, which I'll have to check them out some point in time. At some point, because I have also enjoyed a lot from them, um, that was an oatmeal cream pie imperial honey wheat ale. So that was very tasty. A lot better than the um, cannoli stuff. Um, So I would say check that out if you can. Um, It was uh, very tasty. It was an imperial honey wheat ale brewed with brown sugar, Molasses, cinnamon, clove, ginger, and vanilla beans. So that was very tasty. Um, 
What? T-Mobile is like installing a bunch of stuff for my phone. Oh, not a big fan. Whatever yeah. this is. I haven't be. had um, one single spam phone call. Uh, I think I had a couple today, actually. Um, it blocked everything. I got a notification that I had uh, spam calls blocked. So we went out to dinner with Chris, and that was. At, what was that called? The Wayward Smokehouse. Wayward Smokehouse. In uh, around White, the White Marsh area. Mm-hmm. Again, this place sounded good on paper. And it looked good. The food looks good. Like, I'll post pictures of the food. Wasn't that great. Um, I mean, we love barbecue. As mm-hmm. if, you've, if you've listened to earlier episodes, we've talked about barbecue. We, that is one of our favorite things. And we got the fried pickles, which we love fried pickles as well. Those were not very good. No, they were very greasy, and I don't know. It was like they weren't really breaded, and they weren't really... I don't... They just... They weren't great. Yeah, I didn't care for them. We got the K-pop fries, which was fries topped with mac and cheese. It was and supposed to be curly fries. They were out of curly, curly fries. fries. Yeah, so. seasoned curly fries topped with mac and cheese, and then smoked pork belly with in Korean, in Korean barbecue sauce. sauce, which I thought the meat on that was good. Uh, the mac and cheese was a little too creamy for me. Uh, uh, it was flipping delicious. That's so what I, was I got kinda as out, my meal. I was kind of out on that, but I liked the French fries and the the Korean pork belly. Uh, the meat was good. It was tender in that, and it had a good flavor. The sauce. Um, Chris and I each got mac and cheese skillets. I got mine with brisket on top. He got his with buffalo, buffalo chicken. Yeah. yeah, it was buffalo chicken. And um, I got a brisket meal that just came with fries and brisket and uh, the fat of children um, that yeah. help you fly if you're a warlock. Um, so I don't know what was in that cup. So my dinner, the mac and cheese was really good. The brisket was super tough. Like yeah, that's what I was trying to get because I also had brisket and I felt the same way. That's... Yeah, um, I ate one piece of it and I looked at Jeff. I was like, "How is yours?" It was and... very chewy and tough. And brisket is not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be like melt in your mouth. Very tender, and or at least any brisket that I've ever had. Yeah, um, you could not cut it with just your fork. No. You had to knife and fork it, and like. I, I don't know. Tough meat is not my thing. Like, yeah. it gets stuck in my teeth and it just puts me off. I don't know if it was just because that's what they had left and we were there late and maybe earlier it might have been more tender. Oh, no, I don't we know. were there around 7 or 8. They didn't close until, like, the well, kitchen could, didn't close until 11. Well, because that is towards the end of the night. Oh, I, I don't know. Kitchen. Like, your food shouldn't su- shouldn't suck towards the end but of the night. the brisket was not good. It didn't didn't really have that good of a flavor. And you didn't get fries, you got beans. I did get beans. Um, the burnt end beans, which I thought would have some burnt ends in them, but I didn't really see it if they did. The flavor was kind of okay. Not the best beans I've ever had. They were very, very vinegary. I was very disappointed in the brisket. Uh, I love a good brisket, and this was definitely tough and chewy and not flavorful. Um, and did, it was expensive. Yeah, it was really expensive. Like, for my platter, and I, I maybe got, I don't want to say, maybe 10 bite-sized pieces of brisket, because it was chopped, and the, the beans... And 
pickles. Pickles and like onions that were kind of like pickled. And then a cup of sauce and a cup of sweet fat. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the sweet fat stuff was. It was like a white stuff in a white little cup. I didn't t- try it, so I don't know. Um, I did. I, I like just stuck my finger in it because I thought, I was like, oh, maybe it's like a sauce or something. It kind of was like a butter kind. I don't know. There was nothing maybe. on his plate that like would have needed but butter. But that was like 20 bucks for that. And like I've gotten two meat combos at places that come with more and tasted better for less or yeah. around the same price. Yeah, normally like a two meat combo in any actual like barbecue place is like eighteen bucks. Yeah, and you're getting a good portion of both kinds of meats that you're getting. Mm-hmm. And, and normally two sides and cornbread. Yeah, so it maybe was... you were supposed to have cornbread and they just didn't. Put I it didn't on remember there. seeing it on that. That wasn't described in the what you're getting, but it was a big, the whole meal was a letdown. It looked it was presented good. The service was kind of crappy. Our waiter dropped off or took our order and then fucked off, and we didn't see him again. We had to ask the food runners for silverware and plates because, Uh, like, it was served, like, home style or whatever. We got orange crushes. They were pretty good. Yeah, they were good. They were, like, the highlight of the meal. Yeah, I was very let down by this meal in general. Overall, it was expensive, and it just wasn't good for what we paid for. Uh, I've had a lot better for less or the same price. And, like, I don't understand what it is about, like waiters waitresses now like i get it covid it sucks like you're having to work people are being assholes but you still have to work but like he didn't come back and do a table touch until we basically flagged him down for the check and at one point in time he went off and fucked off and sat next to the hostess and was like bullshitting with her for like 10 minutes and we could see her and him talking because they were right next to us I mean, this is like the second weekend in a row we've had some horrible restaurant service. And it's like, you know, I'm not going to pity you because you're working during COVID and, oh, you know, I'm trying to, I'm working, I need to make my money. I've been working this whole time too. And I've been working and I do my job. Like, if I did my job the way that these people do their jobs, I wouldn't have a job. Yeah, you'd get fired. Um, and that's why we didn't go to Nacho Mama's because, for one, they didn't have what Peach usually gets um, that wasn't on the menu. They were serving a limited menu. and Which I don't understand because when you, me, and Chris went there to the Towson location in the throes of the pandemic, we were able to order what we I normally got. I don't know, man. I don't know why they don't have it. But that was one of the reasons we didn't go. And they were also, because of COVID, they were adding 18% tip to all all bills like before and i'm not okay with that because i'm sorry but your tip is based on the service you give me and i'm not just be like oh yeah you're just gonna charge me that blanket up front and you're gonna get that tip no matter how shitty you do now i will say this too like tips back when i was a waitress they started out at 10 percent if you did a really good job, you got 15. If you did, like, a fucking ridiculous job, sometimes you got 20%. But you can't go by that because, you know, times change. Yes, I'm aware of that. Now tips start between, like, 15 and 18 and then go, like, 20, 22. Jeff and I tip well. 95% of the if time. If you deserve it. If you deserve it. If you, if you don't deserve it, that's like the 5% of the time where we just, like, it's like 15 to 18, and that's being generous sometimes, because sometimes they don't deserve it at all. No. Um, 
we have tipped that I, I can think of one waiter. We gave him like 35%, the guy at, um, at Margarita's. He was like hands down the best waiter we've mm. ever had. He was super attentive. He didn't let our cups go empty. He was right there on top if of it. If you do your job well, we will tip you well. Because mm -hmm. again, that is what a tip is. You're being tipped for the service you provide. That's not part of your wages. That's not part of what you get paid. I'm sorry if wherever you work for, if they pay you like a a, a serve like a server. Uh, thing like waitress a, wage, waitress wage, and they don't pay you like a good hourly wage. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to make up for what your employer is lacking, and that's the job that you chose. Because mm -hmm. it sucks if you're working for tips, you have to put in the work. You're not; mm -hmm. it's not shouldn't be expected or just like oh, you got to give me this tip or you shouldn't come out to eat. No, do your job. Mm -hmm. The tip is based on how well you do your job. That is and what it is. We will be patient. If the restaurant is busy and we see you running around taking care of other tables and you're being attentive to us and like table touching and keeping up with water or whatever, like this motherfucker fucked off and went and sat with a goddamn hostess. I'm sorry. Come back and talk to your Which table Which was literally first. right next to where we were sitting. So like, like you can see us and you can see that we have He we walked needed past things. our table to get to her and then to walk away from her and stop neither time. Yeah, so it was just not a good experience. Probably a place I'll never go back to again as yeah. well, especially because for the price and the food that I got, I'm not I'm not willing to take another chance to go, oh, maybe it'll be better next time. Like, no, sorry, you, you lost me with that. It was fun hanging out with Chris, though. It's yeah. always a good time, fun time to see him. Yeah. We, we were going to go out to brunch the next morning, but then we just... Sleeping in the horrible room, we didn't get a good night's sleep, and we just weren't feeling great in the morning, so and we didn't do that, unfortunately. Yeah, so we ended up, one of the things that I had wanted to do before we had talked about brunch was I wanted to go to Diablo Donuts. I don't know if we've talked about them on the podcast before, No, we've before, talked about maybe. them, yeah. Um, they had some bad luck with their last location, so they opened a new one. Um, yeah. It's cool, like half of it's a bar. Uh, we didn't go in that part, yeah, though. Yeah, I mean, because their first location was in Fells Point, and they shared it with, like, a pizza place. So, like, in the morning, they would do donuts, and at night, it served pizza. Then they got into another location where it was just their, you know, it was all their space. And apparently, like, their landlord was a real big asshole. They had a lot of issues. Yeah, with... he, like, beat up the guy's wife yeah, or whatever. No, like... it, I think they beat him up. Or, I thought it was or, his wife. Somebody was very... I don't know if they beat them up, but they were physically attacked or like they were you know abused and they were away or something and like the ceiling collapsed yeah and like it was it was a really bad situation but like we're really happy that they persevered and the, they're in this new location mm -hmm. because we love them all the people that work there it's like consistently like the same people you see the same faces and um their donuts are good and i know Delicious. it's like it's a donut but like they're really good donuts. They're like, fun donuts. They got fun flavors. They look great. The presentation is great. And the taste is great. It's not like you're just walking into Dunkin' Donuts and yeah, getting it's a fucking like a, chocolate frosting. it's a good donut. Yeah. And they always do, like, seasonal donuts, which we've had. We've had their Easter donuts. We've had their Christmas donuts. I think we had Thanksgiving donuts one Didn't time we that were Star turkeys. Wars donuts, too? Yeah, we had the Wookiee one um, this week. And, like, I've been looking at it on Instagram, like, oh, I wish I could have this donut. I wish I could have this donut. It was Dunkaroo's donut. It was, if you're from 
the 90s from the United States, you remember Dunkaroos, they came in a blue package, they had like a cookie spot and then frosting, and like the original was like vanilla frosting with like the rainbow jimmies and like the little vanilla cookies, and then like they came out with other ones where it was like the vanilla cookies and chocolate frosting, which those were my favorite because I love chocolate. Um, but this, it was a cake donut dipped in that bright blue icing. And then it had the rainbow, the vanilla frosting with rainbow chips, like a nice big hunk of that in the middle. And then in, uh, shoved in to the icing was, um, Teddy Grahams, three Teddy Grahams. Vanilla flavored Teddy Grahams. The delicious donut. Uh, we also got, we got one of those each and we got an apple fritter which was fucking phenomenal which was covered in caramel yeah caramel topped iced uh apple fritter delicious and then we got like a cinnamon bun kind of it was like a cinnamon bun but on its side and flakier it was delicious as well everything was delicious it was really good i enjoyed everything we got i don't think we've ever had anything bad from them no i can't recall anything getting anything that was bad The, the the one downfall at least for us because they have to travel from Maryland to New Jersey. Yeah, you can't get too many or else you got to eat them all right away. Yeah, they don't save well. And, like, maybe it's because we had never put them into the refrigerator. Like, we normally just... Yeah, I don't know what the proper way to preserve them for an extended period of time is. Maybe we should ask next time. Yeah, be like, how do we do this? We might even be able to buy them and, then like, freeze them. It's possible. So, like, we're just like, if you buy too many, they get stale, they don't taste their best, or you got to eat them right away and, like... There's only so many donuts you can eat at a time. Yeah, and, like, I'm sure these are not calorie-friendly at all because they're flipping delicious, and anything this delicious is not going to be calorie-friendly. So, after there, we left to go visit down uh, a little bit further south. Um, My friend Steve, um, that I knew from going to the Horror Find uh, conventions, uh, he passed away about eight years ago. And, uh, we, every time we, well, a lot of times we try to go down there and visit, stop by the cemetery and visit the grave. Um, so I figured, Hey, you know, this time we were down, we'll stop by. It was his birthday, like two days, like his birthday was on the 28th. And I was like, well, it's right around it was a little after, but you know, we'll stop there. Him and my stepdad share a birthday. And, um, we did that. So, and it was also twofold because it's right down the street is a liquor store. <laughs> Um, that has this guy. I don't know if we've ever talked about this guy. I don't, I don't know. think so. So the very first time we ever went to visit Steve's grave, it was after his funeral, um, maybe like six months or so after. And we wanted to get a drink to, you know, we usually, we usually drink something while we're there. Yeah, We have a drink with Steve. Yeah. Um, cause you know, that's what you do. You drink with your homies. Yeah. Um, and this time I spilled out the whole Mike's cannoli for steve you know you pour some out for your homies well i poured out that whole thing because it was awful oh that's he didn't share anything good um Uh, well i mean i didn't pour it you know out for i went and i was making a joke okay so i didn't pour it there for him i poured it out near the car so we originally the very first time we ever went into this liquor store we had seen um, a cider called Johnny Appleseed. Neither one of us had ever heard of it before. This was in the, back in the very beginning of us liking cider. Well, Jeff had liked cider, but it was like yeah. both of us getting into it. Well, it was like a new and, new thing. I think yeah. we saw like a 
picture for when we walked in, right? Something. Like, we saw something. Or it was in the case, and we're like, hey, we never seen that before. Yeah, so we grabbed it, and it was just like a standard, <laughs> regular, hard apple cider, like whatever Angry Orchard standard is. So this guy that works there, I don't know if he owns it or whatever, but he's got this way of talking. He has an accent, which... I can't pinpoint, and it's definitely like a kind of a southern... It kind of sounds like a Louisiana accent. Like yeah. a little Creole with a southern drawl, but like a little twang to it. I don't know. It's, it's a very distinct accent, but apparently like we've been told that people from that area have this accent. It's not just him. So when we put up the Johnny Appleseed, he was like, all right, all right, that'll help you get you on your way. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like we both looked at each other. We kind of were like, we chuckled. And then ever since then, uh, we say stuff like that. And then well, we went in another time to get it and they didn't have it anymore. And he went to look for it and they didn't have it. And he was like, uh, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, do you have any Johnny Appleseed? And he goes in the back and came came back out. He's like... No, want want want, and like in his in his tone. But then in this in that same visit, he was like going up and down the aisles, socking something or moving something, and in excuse his moi. in his accent to the person that he was getting past, he goes excuse moi. So we we just kind of blended those together. Excuse moi, want want want, and we have a video of Jeff's nephew <laughs> yeah. at the age of like two saying that and. I can send that to you and you can so post that. So we went there this time. I'm like, I wonder if he's still going to be in there. Like, if he's going to be there. So we drove by and they were closed because they didn't open until 11. So and, you know uh, we sat and waited until they yeah, opened. so we spent some extra time with Steve. But it was good to spend that time. But by the time we did wind up leaving, um, they were open. So we went in there and we walk in and he was in there. Yeah. He was behind the register and I said to Jeff before we even walked in, I was like, he's there, he's there. And he's like, we walk in and he's like, oh, how you guys doing today? You know, you doing all right? You doing all right? Welcome. Well, welcome to your Saturday, your Sunday. And welcome to your Sunday. And I was like, oh man. Like, it just thing after thing we have yeah. catchphrases to this guy. And then what did you say you wanted to try? I wanted to the try Bailey's. the Bailey's culotta. They just and they had a little mini fridge of it up front and she had just she was looking to me and she's like, Oh yeah, I wanted to try the Bailey's like, We got a mini in the fridge right there for you. Like <laughs> it sounds so put on this accent, but like if it's put on, this guy's been doing it now for eight fucking years. Yeah, he like, doesn't let up. So No, it's always like it's like, did you move here from somewhere? Is it rude to ask him, where's your accent from, bro? Because this ain't a yeah. Maryland accent. Uh, welcome to your Sunday. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Huh. <laughs> well. Then I hope get you on your way. Yeah. So. So he was there, and we've got another great saying from him. Welcome to your Sunday. They had no Johnny Appleseed. Like, every time we go in there, no. we look. And, like, we've looked everywhere else. We would love to get our hands on some Johnny Appleseed because... It was a really, from what we can remember. I mean, it wasn't the best, but it was good. I think it's made by, like, I want to say it's made by, like, a pretty like big Bush? company. Like, Miller. It's one of the ones. One I of the big. it was Anheuser-Busch. It's one of the big. It's not like a craft cidery. It's no. made. It's like a commercial cider. Like how Stella makes But it was good. It wasn't a bad. I'm not saying it was the best, but it's got memories attached to it, mm. and it was a good cider. And, like, very much like Smith & Forge. Just, yeah. like, a very basic, good cider. And, again, would love to get some more Smith & Forge, because that used to be my go-to well, during the summer. you still got a bottle of that. 
around oh, here. Oh, yeah, I do. You got mm. a lot of shit because you don't drink anything. Yeah. Um, but, um, so we hop back in the car and we made a stop. We weren't planning on doing it. Where did we go? Uh, we went to Hardball and we were planning on doing it because we had seen an Instagram post about them releasing a new one called Riding the Pine. Apple, oh, yeah, the pineapple and coconut pineapple cider. coconut cider. So we're like, we need to stop by there on the way. So make it on our way. Not even on the way because it's way past our way. Like it, we went past up where we live because they live they're north of us in Pennsylvania. So we traveled quite a bit this weekend. A thousand miles, nine hundred and seventy-three. Um, so we went to Hardball and. They were, because they had a lot of stuff planned, but they've been getting screwed over a lot with the weather on the weekends and not being able to do the full food trucks and or live music and stuff outside. So they were going to be open from 12 to 4. They're normally open till 7 on Sundays, but they were kind of like shortening it up because of the weather. And I don't know if they had a lot of people come out during the day. So we're, we're about driving there and we're about, I don't know, 20 minutes away and... She's like, what time did you say they closed? And I was like, four. So we were going to be getting there at like 3.23. And I'm like, well, we don't need more than a half an hour. Like, we just, you know, just want to try some stuff. So we get there. There's nobody else there. We walk in. Um, and there's just the, 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 the owner is there. Um, and he just, you know, he's like, hey, you can come in and, you know, sit. And it was just us. And so we tried the Ride in the Pine, and it was delicious. Uh, really nice pineapple coconut flavor. Um, we also had one called Throwing Grapefruits. And they had uh, a new wine. Well, it, it, it's it was listed under the wine, but it was technically a cider um, with additives. Um called hammer and hank and it was cider it was a cider that i think it was their normal cider that they aged in rum barrels and then when they brought it out i think he said aged for a year maybe and they brought it out they put fresh pressed pineapple juice in it and coconut and it was so good it was fucking delicious um and the riding the pineapple is a 6.9% alcohol. Um, I gave that a 4.75% on uh, untapped. Um, so we also tried that. We also tried the grapefruit. Um, that's a 6.9%. I gave that a 2.5 just because, I don't know. It was good, but grapefruit can go either way with me, and this one just wasn't hitting me, you know. Yeah, um... And while we were there, uh, when we first got there, we were the only ones. So we struck up a conversation with another one. What was the other one? The Golden Glove. That's the dry one. They had a really nice apple flavor, even though it was dry. That's their highest alcohol. That was 8.4%. I gave that one a 4.75%. It's dry, but it has a really good apple flavor. And those are the kind of dry ciders that I like. I'm not a big fan of the dry ciders, but when it has a really great apple flavor, they're made with gold rush. It's made with gold rush apples, um, so you really get that um, 
that apple flavor coming through even though it's dry um it's got some sweetness on the back end uh so that was really good and then People started coming in. Another couple came in after we were sitting there. So we it was just us alone with just the us owner alone. and Being who, creepy. We, who we found out was the owner. And um, we were talking and he was like giving us inside information. Like we were asking him questions about the different ciders and like the company and just just talking or whatever and he's really nice and he was telling us all about the different ciders they've done and the ciders that they're gonna do and yeah and it was just it was really nice and again like it sucks and we said that to him like it sucks that it was dead for his sake but we enjoy when it's not like that and not crowded because we get to have conversations with people and we're also not like surrounded by a ton of people but as we were sitting there still, um, another couple came in and they sat down with a flight and then another couple came in and they got stuff to go. And then another couple came in and they sat down and had a flight. And as we got to talking, so they don't have public bathrooms there. Like they have porta potties outside. So the second couple that came in after us, um, the girl had gone out to use the bathroom, um, well, I went out too, and while we were outside, we, like, crossed paths, and we started talking, and, like, um, because she had mentioned a cider place called Good Intent. Grand, no. Good Intent. Good Intent. Um, Good Intent, and we, like, I was like, look it up. As soon as she said the name of it, I was like, look it up. Have we been there? Where is that? And, um, it's in between, uh, places we've been in Pittsburgh and places we've been in... Strasburg. We're just where we're. It's kind of in the middle of the state. Yeah, really, and we've never been there. Um, but we looked it up, and I, I don't know if we really like their ciders or not. But they I'd be willing to, to give it a try. The, uh, the owner had also gave us another hint of a place that makes elderberry wine and cider, uh, where um they get they, they get the juice from them. They press the they the, press the cider. It. They press the and, cider for them, and that place gets the cider, and they just infuse it with their elderberries. <clears throat> Yeah, so um, we got to talking to the other couple, and they were really nice, and we exchanged, like, Instagram handles, and then the subject of the podcast came up, and we were, like, talking about things that we did over quarantine, and it's just really cool. Like, it's nice when it's a low amount of people, because you do get to meet people like this, and it's fun to have conversations yeah. again. And her name was Aaron, and his name was Elias. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird that we were talking about things in like horror and stuff like that because I was wearing, you know, I'm always identifiably a horror fan to people. And she was saying how she had a, uh, a friend that was a big horror fan, but she, you know, she didn't really know much about it. But um, that was where the connection I made with remembering his name, Elias, because that is hypothetically Jason Voorhees' father's name is Elias Voorhees. Uh, so that's why, not that I wouldn't remember his name, but it helps me remember. I'm like, ooh, Elias. I don't remember that name because then I, I equated it to something horror-related. Um, but they were both very nice. It was very cool to talk to them. Um, he was talking about, or they were talking about how like they had made, started making their own spirits and um, stuff like that. Um, we were talking about tattoos. Um keep going i'm doing something for work phone. doing something for work have to be doing it keep talking no one's stopping have to you be doing it. it could be doing it when we're done this 
Um, so we just talked to them about a bunch of things, you know, other ciders, um, just a bunch of stuff. It was a very good conversation. Um, and then, like I said, we mentioned the podcast and stuff, and they said they were going to listen, so I don't know if they they did listen or if they enjoyed it. Um, I'm not I'm not sure. What the hell was that? I don't know. I think a notification just got muted. Um, so that was a good time, and uh, then they left, but um, then we were the only ones left again, and we should have got one more pint. Because we were there talking for a bit after with the owner. Yeah, everyone else cleared out, and I want to say we stayed for like another forty-five minutes. Yeah, probably. Um, and it, it, we walked that fine line of like, are we overstaying our welcome? He really seemed to be enjoying the conversation. I don't know. It, it's so hard to tell because like some people are really good at being polite. But uh, apparently. Hardball had started started in 2013, and they did have a like a spot in downtown Bethlehem where they sold the cider. It was like a, a restaurant slash where they would sell their cider, and then it had food. And um, they they closed in December of 2019, I believe, or 2018. Uh, that place closed down. Uh, that was in Bethlehem. Um, and that's when they went back to where they are now at the farm because the owner, Jeffrey Dean, who we were talking to, um, his parents own the farm and he's the owner of the cider because he started making the cider. So they use their, their produce, their fruit to make their ciders. So they, you know, they grow, um, like the apples obviously and, um, peaches i think apples pears peaches and plums which they should make a plum cider i don't know if they have before but they definitely should make one because it would probably be delicious um i've had a plum cider and it was really good um so they moved from that to where they are now which is on the farm property um inside a um where we were sitting i guess it said it was it used to be a like a farm market in the 1980s um it looks it's really cool inside the the bar is like wood and it's it looks like someone sliced down the middle of a tree and turned it into a a table and the outside if it is when it is nice out like they got the table set up out there it's right by a pond like a lake it's it's a really nice view um and they have food trucks come out. They have events and live music and stuff. You can bring your own, like, chairs. He was talking to another couple saying, you know, you can even bring your own canopy. If you have a canopy, you can bring your own canopy and set it up. Um, so, like I said, it would be fun to go there for one of those events and stuff. But, like, we do like it when it's a little dead. So then we can meet people like we did when we had a conversation with the, the one couple. And we can have a conversation with him like we did and get to know some, uh, you know, the aspects of, you know, the inside scoop of, of making stuff. Um, so the property is roughly like 80 acres. Um, and they have 20 acres of fruit trees. Um, you could take a, I think you, you could, I don't know if you can now. I would like to, if the, if it is available, take a tour of the cider making facility. It's in, a, um, 
uh, 19th century barn that's on the property. It's where they, uh, the cidery is housed in there. I guess it's where they, you know, ferment and have the tanks and stuff. I don't know if you can still tour that. Um, but um, the idea of him doing this, the hard cider stemmed from an injury that took him away from baseball because he loved to play baseball. And uh, he dislocated his shoulder. And um, you just think, like, when you go to ballparks, when you used to go to the baseball games, like, you just had beer. Like, you know, there was no cider options. So, you know, um, it's kind of a melding together. And apparently they had had some contracts or partnerships with uh, Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia and Coca-Cola Park in Allentown. Um, but he stopped, he discontinued those because they weren't financially uh, sustainable. Which I'm really not sure what happened there, but because you figure if you get into big stadiums like that, it would be good for you. But I guess it just wasn't working out. But um, so you can go to the tap room. You can find their cider in New Jersey, but you can only get the four. I think uh, you can get the the splitter, the hay blue, which is blueberry, the rise ball, which is raspberry, and the caramel card, which is a caramel apple cider. You can find those in liquor stores, some liquor stores in New Jersey now. Um, so you're not, you don't have a, uh, you don't have access to everything, but just those four in New Jersey for right now. But from us, they're not too far away, about an hour and a half. Um, and his parents, Todd and Linda, they continue to operate the farm, which was established in 1901 by the grandparents, because the farm is called Elvern Farms. And it comes from the mixing of the grandparents' names who started the farm, Elsie and Vernon Mack. So, Which is absolutely adorable. Elsie and Vernon, you get Elvern Farms, and they do produce and stuff. and um, They do, like, non-alcoholic cider and yeah. cider donuts. And um, you read somewhere where they had, like, flatbreads? That says in this article. This article is from 2019, mm. so it was just talking about them closing that, that downtown place. Pre-COVID, so yeah. you know. So I don't know Not what they changed. do now. Um, so it's just a really cool place. You know, the owner he was really nice to talk to. We had a great time. I mean, this is the second time we've been there, and uh, had a great conversation with him. Had a great conversation with the one couple. Um, tried some great new ciders definitely want to go back we definitely do want to go back on a time when it's nice and maybe be outside and enjoy that too and, the, and sit by the water and you know take it in but who knows um i know we said that this weekend they were doing like a grilled cheese mac and cheese kind of weekend it was called meltdown weekend i think and uh the weather has kind of changed for this weekend it is supposed to be sunny now and nice um so before it was showing thunderstorms but now it's showing that it's supposed to be nice weather so we did that and then we we went home and we that's what we did and then we were done for the weekend um see and we really wish we really wish we had places like all the places that we like yes we do have you know armageddon now that's in south jersey but they're not super close to us but um they're still close but we wish we had all these places that we love closer to us we wish we had banters and hardball and broad mountain and reeds we wish they were all in this area 
so we didn't have to travel so far to enjoy them all the time. Uh, especially ones like all those places that don't get distribution into liquor stores. They don't say you, you have to go to their, you have to go to their business to enjoy it. And we just wish these places were closer. I mean, not that it isn't a fun time to travel to them and it's, you know, nice, a nice ride and, and, and nice to see the places when you go there, but I just wish that they were all closer to us so we didn't have to go so far to enjoy them. Yeah, um, I don't know. It it also could be very bad too if we were closer to them because then well, maybe a little bit closer, you know, just so we didn't have to travel so far. But yeah, if they were closer, we'd definitely be spending way too much money at them, probably constantly. Um, but it would just be cooler to have, (coughs) excuse me, to have them closer so that way we, you know, when people came into the area that we were friends with or if people were ever going to come up and visit, like. We could take them to these places and go, hey, these are the places we enjoy because they're also in different places and, and not really close to each other, some of them. You couldn't really take somebody to them and, and say, hey, come enjoy this with yeah, us. Yeah, it's not like going up to Stroudsburg where it's like, okay, well, you've got Banters and Raw and there's that other winery and then there's a brewery like it or Gettysburg. What are you feeling? Beer, But wine, then you have cider. to get people to travel with you to those places to take yeah. them to them and go, hey, let me show you what we enjoy and that you might enjoy too. Yeah. Because if like somebody were to come here around where we live, well, <laughs> we don't have very many options. We can take you to the diner that we like on Thursdays. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> or, or even... But that's still traveling, like... We can take you to Chegg, because we like there, too. Yeah, they're delicious, so, um... But, yeah. That's it. Um... Uh, we came home Sunday night after that, and we saw our friend who is up visiting from Florida, and... But he doesn't... He's not from Florida, he's from here. Yeah, he's from here. But he, he has just, moved to Florida a while ago, and, he lives you know, there now. lives there, but he comes up here every once in a while to visit, and he's here now. Uh, yeah, so we might be doing a little bonus something something with him. Um, yeah, he does um, do a on Instagram. He has a wing, uh, like a, a wing eating page. page. I don't know what you call it, an account or a page. Call it a page. Yeah, it dep- uh, maybe an account. It's all about eating hot wings and wing reviews and going to different places and checking out wings and on stuff. On Wednesday, so. he eats wings. So, um, maybe we'll get him on while he's here to do like a bonus little thing about and talk about that. And, uh, and we can talk about the barbecue place we'll go. Maybe. I don't know. Hopefully. Still up in the air on what's what's really going to happen. So, we might not even get to do that bonus, but we'll, we'll try. Um, but yeah. I think that's it for this week. I can't think of anything else that we need to talk to you about. No, we've got nothing about. coming up, so we might be doing a flashback episode talking about something we've done. Yeah, we'll have to figure that out because I don't really don't see us doing anything else coming up that we know about. Um, but you never know. Stuff pops up. Yeah. Got flag football on Saturday. Woo! <laughs> All right, and we'll see you next week. Bye! See ya!